3: One of our favorite sponsors, AdamandEve.com. Now, I am a big fan of Adam and Eve because not only do they sell vibrators and sex toys and all of that, but also lingerie, massage oils and shit. I'm telling you, I'm a big fan of Adam and Eve. I've actually been a customer before they even did ads with us, so now I'm just even more excited that a bitch like me, you know what I'm saying, get free shipping and shit. Adam and Eve is going to give you 10 free tantalas Gifts, okay? A gift for him, a gift for her, a gift for the both of y'all, and some goddamn DVDs. And if you don't have a DVD player, put it in your niggas PlayStation or whatever people use nowadays, okay? Adam and Eve is an awesome and reputable website. They are going to make sure to take care of you with the code WD50, baby! Just type it in when you buy your shit, and you're going to get almost 50% off of any item, okay? WD-50,
4: use it, show your support for the show by being a hoe. This week's episode is also brought to you by True & Co. What is the bra women are all talking about? It's the original True Body Bra by trueandco.com. I wanted to let you know that Weezy and I just got ours in the mail, and it's absolutely amazing. Um, As you guys know, my bra size did go down from a 36 triple D to a 34 D. So just finding the right bra for me has been difficult. But what I really love about this bra more than anything is the fact that there's no wires. I don't know about y'all, but... I wash my bras two to three times, and these are from Victoria's Secret, and the fucking wires come out all the time, or they get me during the day, but there's no wires in this bra, and it's fucking smooth. You can also choose from scooper v-neck, convertible straps, bright colors, neutrals, skin tones, and more. I got the neutral and the black with the nice lace in the back. I fucking love it. For our listeners, you guys can try the original True Body Bra from True & Co. today with free and easy returns using our promo code HORRIBLE. So go to trueandco.com backslash HORRIBLE. That's W-H-O-R-E-I-B-L-E. And again, enter the code HORRIBLE. Once again, that's W-H-O-R-E-I-B-L-E at trueandco.com. That's T R U E A N D. C-O dot com. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome.
3: Oh, no, bitch, because that's what got us kicked I out know. of Last Lap. I know.
4: We kicked out of the goddamn... Man,
3: listen, Hold on, I don't know who down. this bitch thinks she is. Calm down. No, uh, welcome if you never heard the episode, we're sluts. But listen, <laughs> we walk into fucking Last Lap to celebrate Mandy's...
4: Listen, uh, departure from, of my career. Right,
3: self-employment. Technically, we've been self-employed and... Working, working. For the man at the same time. Yeah. So we walk into Last Lap, which I go to weekly, right? Because it's an. It's so do
4: I. I go there weekly. My friend Carla no, bitch, got us kicked you... out. She got us kicked out. It wasn't me. It was her. Uh, it was definitely you. It was her. It was you. It was, you. It was, her. It was her. It was you. Anyways, hi guys. Mandy Welcome. Walks it's Monday, into
3: the bar And goes, brah, brah, brah. <laughs> And the fucking nigga sitting me. down was like, can you, can you keep it down? It, goes, I don't remember it being me. Are you mean. serious? I, I like, did yeah. say, are you
4: serious? Like, sir. It the doors six, were open, so to me, we can use outside voices. The doors were open. Um, I was so anyways, embarrassed. No, that's fine. Welcome, guys. It's Monday. You're at your desk. Sorry for the... Blah, but, well, you know, we hero. Um It's horrible decisions. I'm your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. debt Bitch, a.k.a. No Longer Working, <laughs> a.k.a. A.k.a.
3: A fucking hazard <laughs> to my health, because, nigga, I was upset. We had to walk outside. No, first off, we owner. only walked
4: outside because I said oh, sir, I have to keep my voice down. I will take my my money elsewhere. And I left. And it
3: wasn't even our money. It was WME's it money. It was
4: someone else's money. But still, I wasn't going to spend those coins there while I have to be quiet. So then we walk out, and the owners are across the street, and I know both the owners. So I'm like, ah, your chef just kicked us out. Well, he said we were being too loud.
3: And you, bitch.
4: It was he Carla. Said... It wasn't even me, bro. You're wild. It huh? wasn't even me. I just said, sir, are you serious? That's what I said. In my really white voice, like, sir, are you serious right now?
3: You know what's funny about her oh saying God. this? We almost, I thought we were gonna get kicked off the plane. Because
4: Mandy, No, you didn't.
3: Yes, I did. I didn't tell you because we, you know, me and You Mandy didn't was tell me. Along. You had to tell
4: me. We so was there together. And and I have only
3: taken one flight together. This and entire I didn't even tour. want
4: her to be by me. I said, bitch, our c She Didn't you ask to sit by me? I was so confused. We didn't even have seats by each other. And she's like, oh no, just tell her to go take my seat. And I was like, bitch, we we better. And this was to fucking Houston. I said, This is a long flight, ma'am. This is damn near West Coast. Three hours? You sure you wanna sit right here? I
3: only wanted to sit with her because we had a lot of shit to discuss, right? So we getting on the plane and Mandy's like, Bitch, I brought seats, baby, the suits. I'm (laughs) gonna be taking pictures. You know what I'm saying? We had the four seasons home. Damn, bitch, I'm gonna be taking all the pictures home. (laughs) I said, that we're only there for three days. That was not, a good, that was not
4: a good impersonation no. of And myself. then I said, well, we're
3: only there for three days. She said, so, pussy ass hoe, I'm finna still put my motherfucking six baby suits on. Shit.
4: I did bring quite a few baby We get
3: on, and I was like, oh, my fucking God.
4: Listen, I have sky. And miles. then I
3: told her, Mandy, can you keep it down? She was like, for <laughs> Why? Bitch, I pay my money just like they pay their money.
4: I do not sound this way. 100. Holy fucking shit. What type of impersonation are you doing? Good, you think,
3: we yeah. ma'am? We I have known you a long
4: time. That's me. That's be That's it. You, <laughs> you hope not, <laughs> but it is. No, she will not.
3: I thought so then we gonna do no. check it. <laughs> we finna seg- We gonna segu into a ketchup, not ketchup like Heinz. <laughs>
4: Bitch, shut up. Wait, for people who have not listened to the show, this is not a good representation of me. So calm the fuck down, damn it. Anyway, y'all, we gonna do a catch-up, because y'all haven't got just... (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I wouldn't even try it.
3: You know what, I know the best part? When Mandy and I have to do conference calls with people, Mandy is 100% like her fucking accounting I'm the, the professional until she hears something she doesn't like let's <laughs> say they I don't believe oh you. yeah I don't know like don't that know one call this. remember when that one company it's... so there was a company that wanted to acquire horrible decisions and give us a certain amount of money she was like oh no cause we already making a certain amount of money already <laughs> right? so y'all don't need talking about the numbers we even doing <laughs> so... don't, I don't
4: recall I be really professional and accountant as fuck um but yeah. Anyway, though, I'd be a as fuck. I do be a as fuck Uh anyway though. Um uh, anyway though. I like how cat like, sexy say that shit. Um uh, we are gonna start with a catch up because I don't feel like we've caught up with y'all like in real life. Cotton? Cotton, bitch, it's a word. Caught in up. Cotton. Cotton technically is a word. If
3: we could still Cotton s- we haven't is caught a word. up with
4: y'all. <laughs> Cotton is a word. I don't even
3: need to do the voice again because y'all niggas have it. Cotton. Cotton. Cotton
4: cotton. <laughs> we haven't caught up. <laughs> Technically, that's how it's spelled.
3: Technically, caught you up. are a fucking asshole. Technically,
4: it's because you served me fucking 2% beer. And that's probably got some other type no, of shit see, in now, it.
3: Now, this, here's the excuse, and I can't wait for this to happen. Whenever Mandy would say shit fucked up, she'd always be like, y'all, I just got off work. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I and now... We're going to be recording at, what, daytime, chilling, perfectly sober. You had a seltzer water, ma'am. That oh, you... now
4: she want to call it a seltzer water. <laughs> See what I'm motherfucking talking about. I told that hoe bring me some beer. That hoe brought me seltzer water. Anyways. But let's call been, Yeah, let's call it up. Uh, what's been going on with you? Well, I well I brought it up on the episode with um, Shan. I'm talking to somebody, and I like him lit. Um, I, in the group chat, we've been trying to figure out a nickname for him, and he knows he possibly will be getting a nickname on here soon. I just don't know. The group chat wants to call him Bald Bay, but I don't want to call him Bald bae, So That I'm makes like, him sound ugly. Right? Oh, but he's not. He's so fine. So, I don't know. I haven't come up with a name for I him feel yet. Like I if I heard Bald Bay, I'd be like, ooh, why he ain't got hair? Bitch, because I deal with niggas, and niggas be He's cute. I'm
3: just saying, like, I feel like if I had no idea what he looked like, I'd be like, oh.
4: Mr. Clean is, like, bald... If I think of ball, baby, bitch, I'm thinking of Boris Kujo. Ho, Pfft, hello. Okay, he ball.
3: I think. Anyhow. Let's get another one.
4: Yeah, I don't know the name that I'm gonna call him yet, but I do like him. I don't
3: want two BBs. Beard, Bay, ball, Bay. Like, yeah, that's, that's doing
4: too much. Ba- Booty bandit. It's way too much BBs. You're right. Um yeah. So I mean, with him, it's it's really we're we're taking it slow. We're becoming friends. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's cool with him. I guess for y'all, I don't know when we're dropping this episode, but I am, of course, like Weezy announced, um, away from my job now. I departed. Away from I job. departed from my accounting career. This is I... The
3: episode of The Leftovers, The Departed.
4: <laughs> Yo, shut the fuck up. Um, as most of you guys know, I've been working at a big four firm um, for the last year and I left it. And probably one of the most exciting things about leaving actually was first off, my partner digs me. I said, Y'all will not bring the cake on my last day I said I don't want to fucking do a speech I'm not phony and I am not want
3: to do a speech
4: yeah so basically anytime somebody quit they order a cake or banana pudding and shit for the whole floor so the whole floor comes to the desk and you kind of say a speech like it's been so great working with so all y'all I said y'all ain't gonna make me do that phony ass shit I don't like these people like that so I said so they actually offered to take me to lunch so I handpicked <laughs> who was going to be taken to this lunch with me and it was really good bro in my with my partner i finally got the cool accountants that know how to actually have a conversation cuz any other lunch is fucking like Ooh, let me go back to my desk because there's no personality. So I I mean, I
3: did work with sellers, but they were still so dry. they're so
4: weird. So even at this this lunch with my partner, we talking about the new beach. Bitch, we started talking about feminism. We was talking about, to where my coworker was like, I would have never said that in front of the partner. But I was like, bitch, is my last day. He even let us order margaritas, bitch. He really liked me. So it was cool. But like I was going to say, one of the most exciting things about leaving was that No one has really left a big four to do what I've done. Even in my exit interview, they're like, are you serious? Like, I've never heard anyone say they're leaving to be an entrepreneur in this space. Oh, so I did so much to the point that my senior manager, my counselor, even like other coworkers started opening up to me about their creative things. Like, so one of my senior managers used to do wants to be a screenwriter. And also used to do improv and recorded, did a whole fucking season. So it was exciting for me to just hear how they all have creative things. But being an accountant, it kind of sucks you dry and you have no time to do honestly. Any of it.
3: I think the reason that it's easy for us to quit our jobs is because the salary that I had with my job,
4: bitch, I made that in five months. My salary, I just made it. First off, we're saying too much about money on here, but I'm broke because I'm still so basically. Ask me for money.
3: I didn't make. I'm broke. I didn't make my salary in like five months. Right. But annually, yeah, I made eighty percent of what I made. Yeah, and I was like, all right, well then, fuck it. Yeah, time to go. I'm not about to fucking work forty hours a week for twenty. Another no. Now, don't get me wrong. It would have been nice to make two hundred G's, but also yeah, same.
4: Fuck. It. I, I was running myself then between juggling work and I've cried the before
3: coming into the office, like just privately, like leaving the tour, hating where I worked, and not even be able to. Say what I did this weekend People like Oh you're going to see your mom
4: again you going to see your mom again It was terrible like, Oh bitch I was showing them videos Look, look at this show this weekend nah, see Only to the staff though Like the staff And like the low level seniors Not the upper Like yeah. not the upper management But you know but I left a place I left though it. I left my job me. of
3: Six and a half years A company of six and a half years It's even the reason I moved to New York For money Because I became so good At uh, B2B And corporate And tech selling That I was like Fuck it I'll make more money um i got a forty thousand dollar increase in my just my salary alone um by the new company plus you know making way more commission and i was so miserable so it was so hard they were so judgy and it's like with more money the more stuck up they got yeah like i'm making all this money to fucking like i took off a blazer one day i think i told you because i got hot and they're like whoa those tattoos and I was like, "Fuck, yo!" The last company I did, they were hosting a gay pride parade, dog. So it's just like my
4: company was very, and I, that's that's another part. Like, so that I think was the harder part with me leaving my job was I actually grew to love the company that I worked for. I loved the people, some of the people that I was working with, and I, I was happy. I think years, the company, yeah, the company was great. Um, I would definitely go back. Um, however, even with leaving. I don't even know if I would go back into accounting, bro, which is crazy because it's just like, I know I don't love it. So bitch, I went to this little party and they said I could be an A&R. So I I don't know. Maybe I'll do that because I have a really good music taste. And they asked me who should be on one of these next singles of one of their artists. And they said, oh, I'm, right. with you. I'm just saying I could be a motherfucking A&R. God damn it. Um, um, but yeah.
3: OK, catch up for me. Uh Oh, I got to tell this one thing. I went with Beard Bay and his sister to see Sleep No More. I don't know if anybody's heard of this, but I got the idea from Broad City. There's a Broad City episode where they go to this interactive play, and you basically follow actors into different rooms, but you're watching a play. It's like a version of Macbeth. You put on a mask. You're in this warehouse. It's at the McKitterick Hotel. I think it was like a $100 price. I don't know. My baby paid for it. But anyway... I don't know how much it was, but the experience was fucking sick. You can't speak when you're in there. You could be pulled anyway. And I was kind of scared at first because it was a little dark. And I was like, I was hanging on to him. He said like an umbilical cord. But then finally, like... Once I started to experience it, it was amazing alone. So, like, basically, you're watching the play go on. And when the actors are done with the scene, they would leave. They might go down the stairs. They might go up the stairs. They might crawl into the bed. There was nudity. Um, she was washing this dude in the bathtub. It was so fucking amazing. So I followed Lady Macbeth the entire time. <clears throat> um, I watched her watch herself. I watched him make out in the bed, fight in the bed. It was so good. Then there's this scene at the dinner table where, like, someone's cut and bloody. They were fighting. And then girls started kissing. I know, dick. you
4: like that blood, huh? I'm just
3: saying, you need it. I should have left it out. I mean, you you, if you have the you chance, bring that blood a lot. If you're coming to New York, <laughs> if you live in New York, fucking experience this shit is the best play I've ever seen. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. Um, second to that, um, got some new dick. Holla. Yeah. Was so, it good? Really good. And I've had it before. So I haven't had this dick in years, and if you guys remember, I was showing Mandy a video from a guy fucked in Switzerland that played ball out there. I don't know what to call him in Switzerland. my in my phone. He was Switz for a long time. So we gonna
4: call him Switz. But he's like, that's what his name was. Swiss. So
3: Switz and me linked up, ball. and I uh, honestly was kind of just like, whatever, he's fine, but like I don't need to link with him, right? And when I did, oof, goddamn, I miss ghetto niggas. So we get in his car, right? What? Carry on. And there's some, like, niggas outside. And I don't know if they saying something to me or they saying something to him. Mind you, he balls, so it's not like this nigga's, like, trapping or nothing. And I saw him take his gun out that motherfucking glove compartment. And they was, all have guns. And was, like, holding that shit and looking at them niggas. And I was like, yeah. My pussy was like... Because
4: before we Because of the gun? I
3: don't know. You know you I really like have that problems. Shit. So then we getting upstairs to his fucking apartment. And he took... <laughs> He has this wad of cash that he had to remove from the car and then, like, tells me to hold the gun. I was like, oh, I can't. I would prefer to hold the money, but thank you. So <laughs> oh, wait. This stuff should turn me on like a motherfucker. Like, Beard Bay and I are—we have a lot of intellectual conversations. I mean, we're on a different level. But—and he ain't, he ain't hood like that, so— He's not. He's not, which is no fucking problem, Right. Um, but we get to this nigga's place, and I'm just like, yeah, so what's been up with you? And he's like, you just wanna sit in front of me like that? Cause <laughs> my, my you legs are open. Go ahead. What do you I sound, like, oh, what oh, what do he sound like? What do you sound like? He's from, he's from Atlanta, Does so. he smoke? I don't think so. Not like that. Oh. Why was, you want me to suck his dick with a blunt? Suck his
4: dick Why he smoke a blunt, bruh. I'm gonna tell you this best. one thing, bitch. It is the so, best. So,
3: I just really... I've been fucking beard babes for so long. Like, you know when you would fucking someone for a minute and the sex is good, so you kind of just forget to like tell each other?
4: No. you just. Actually, I don't. Not forget to tell each other. I told you, I told that, that nigga his dick was exceptional. I mean, like. You, you got to tell him every time. We talk about don't. our
3: sex after sex, we talk about it in text, but oh. like, the way that this nigga acted, Switz, when I sucked his dick was like next level. Cause I be giving, sucking dick like that, like, you know what I'm saying? To me, it's not a big deal. I was sucking this nigga's dick and he was looking at me like, "Oh my fucking god!" Mind you, we fucked six years ago. I was like, "Yo, I have improved." Yes. He was like, "Yo, you about to make me come? Stop!" And I was like, "Oh (laughs) my god, bitch!" I was so proud of myself. But so no,
4: I don't think that that's something that's said a lot. Like when we're sucking dick, those words of affirmation, like the words of affirmation, while. I'm sucking you like, bro, I was just with twenty four seven and I was sucking. It. Do you know this nigga say he felt it in his toes? And I was like, lum, lum, yo, I, need I got the like affirmation. I said, damn, I'm sucking it to where you feel it in your toes. Thank nigga. you. That's what
3: I mean. It's not I, like words of
4: affirmation. It's not like we don't dick. talk
3: about and it's funny because me and Beard Bay's love languages is, is physical touch and affirmation, both of us. But tell me. Tell me. I think that we talk about sex in a different way. Like, we're long distance, so we're constantly talking about it while away. I don't know if he's acted like that recently because I suck dick like that. This nigga was like, yo. I woke up in the morning, and I was like, yo, I'm kind of tired. He was like, yo, if you can suck my dick like that again. <laughs> 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 yeah. Bitch, I was so proud. Ooh, you should have seen me. I was just like, I really just was sitting perched up like, hmm. Perched anyway, up, his body is so fucking sick.
4: I ain't even gonna hold y'all. This whole tried to show me his dick. I, I just looked at the abs.
3: Oh my I wasn't even trying God. to look at the
4: dick. I was like, he oh, has. A how many is that?
3: Nigga. His it's like body eight. is fucking It was like eight.
4: Sick. I ain't even look at the dick. And up. it went up to like the second ab. It was kind of high on the abs. And I was like, get out the way, dick. I want to see more abs.
3: Right. I didn't even want to see the dick. Yo, his body is fucking crazy. So whatever. I'm about to like jump in the Uber. I'm about to leave. And this nigga starts doing push ups with his dick out. And I was like, dog. Oh, I realized that I am now need to start fucking athletic niggas. Like oh,
4: what? the one who shades me for the last 2 years for fucking ball players, I need to start fucking more athletic niggas. I didn't say I was about to start fucking ball you players. You see the home. hypocrisy. And what you have done, I would like to, to stop. For the I would last like you to stop
3: years. and I would like to re- recollect my <laughs> thoughts and my statement. That's a miss. I'm a Bernie funny, Sanders. This. You- that was a mischaracterization <laughs> of what I meant to say. What I meant to say was, I like the full
4: athletic niggas. down. so ball player me up. No, 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 no. You're talking about no, an no. overseas ball player, ma'am. I'm not fucking no NBA niggas, bro. It, oh, so because he's overseas, it makes a difference. Nobody
3: knows him. It doesn't
4: count. They could.
3: I don't have to like walk somewhere and see this nigga. And I don't have to like meet another teammate and see. Like, no. What's
4: the problem? I fucked one he NBA player and he, my
3: pussy's done for life. He has
4: teammates. No. He's tall as fuck. People are going to probably, when y'all go out, you play basketball. He looked like old basketball playing ass nigga. Okay. So it's the same thing.
3: But the point is.
4: They just don't want his autograph.
3: I can't because I've already fucked one NBA player. I'm not about to do it again. I fucked a Even lot more than one. Even though that was like five years ago. But still. I fucked more than one. Does it count? Because he out the, out the NBA
4: now. It still counts, bro.
3: But, like, I guess it doesn't, it's not a renewed No, it
4: still fucking counts. Okay.
3: Well, then, no, I'm not fucking another one. That's it. Euro and then it, the one NBA I had. Okay. But anyway, I'm going to get that Swiss dick again before you go back to Europe for the second. And listen, I'm already like, so you know where they finna put you at? <laughs> <laughs> bitch! I ain't
4: going to hold you now that I ain't got no job. Let me give me a couple a couple overseas niggas. I'll come see you. Where are you at? France? Now, Turkey? I, I would. I'll come. i come. I got to pass for other men? Who? While you're talking to this dude? So only twenty four seven. Like to the point. Okay, I'm
1: only nigga.
4: Um. So me and him. Talk, so we're not together. Like no. so, it's different. Yeah, but so um, we did have the conversation because now that we are like we're talking, still friends. I don't know if we're gonna move it up the ladder to dating and relationship. Like we talk. Like he called me bae Like it's getting serious. Um, but it's kind of like a don't ask, don't tell. I told him I said so he doesn't live in New York. He lives in another city. Met? No, not yet. I I'm planning to see him. You what? haven't even met this nigga? No. We just be facetiming a lot. We, we FaceTime, like, every day. We've been talking. If you haven't even online. met this nigga. We met online. Then you
3: don't need to not be talking about, like, how you can't fuck other niggas yet.
4: We're not. And that's where I was going. I'm you going didn't right, even. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, that's where I'm going. Like, no, Talk but, but no he now. also be out a lot. So it's like, even we, we've talked about if we were together, if we were to be together, the conversation of what it would be. And I'm like, but we don't live in the same city. I'm not going to stress myself about what you're doing how when I'm not around. How the flight? The flight is only an hour and a half okay so and it's it'd be cheap because i had a, a homeboy who played for the team that's in that city okay and i'm just saying during the fall bitch round trip tickets like 60 dollars on american not even spirit because i'm not this is above spirit pussy now but like so we had that conversation and i was like listen like whatever can you stop trying to mouth shit like we're not fucking recording stop trying to i didn't say his name. stop trying to drop names bro i didn't say his name say- i said the city i didn't know if we could do the
3: city can you tell me the city?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying the city. So he's well known in his city. So I'm gonna calm down with saying the city, bro. Um, you see
3: how we be getting caught up? Look how we we were learning, bitch.
4: We are learning, n- Bitches no, Be but, trying to name. Well, niggas. it's to the point where we even talked about. It and he's like, I I know what you do. And I I see that I may get talked about, and people may put two and two together one day. But I know he's one that I don't think is fully comfortable yet with if people, you know, start guessing and all of that stuff. So I was like, don't worry it's going to be secretive but i like him it's going to be
3: secretive it, but
4: i did tell him like i want him to be as open with me as possible as to what makes him feel uncomfortable and what doesn't and he is older he is above 40 so jesus christ this is different for me um and it's cool we we talk it's baby steps i'm not rushing into it but at the same time i'm getting my still my my back blown out by 24/7 so i'm i'm living good I'm not complaining. Still fucking my friends from time to time. I'm I'm living a great life over here, actually. I feel the same. You know?
3: I just think that I've been, like, so invested, right, in, in my throuple that I realize, like, I can't move to either city some, no time soon. And the way the trend goes, we all see each other about, like, every three weeks. Like, I get some pussy or I get some dick or both or whatever. And that's not
4: enough. Nothing is ever enough for you. That's true. <laughs> That may be something you need to speak to your therapist about.
3: Well, I think my therapist is very proud of me. He's like, you know what? This is the healthiest relationship you've been in. He's like, you sound totally happy. It sounds like your partners are understanding. He's like, I think you're in a really good and safe situation. He's like, and honestly, until it's a problem, don't make it a problem. Don't future
4: fuck yourself. I know. Don't future fuck. it. We're going to go ahead and get into our vanilla shit for this week. Um, but before we get into the vanilla shit, I actually did want to go on a tiny, a tiny little rant. Um, and I honestly don't give a fuck who I offend. Um, and you didn't even know I was going to go on this rant. Uh, but let me find this goddamn this screenshot. This better not
3: be about the M word.
4: Um, so it's not. <laughs> it is actually about you skinny bitches. Um, so real quick, as a lot of you guys know, I you know went through the weight loss surgery and everything. So, Tabria um, Major posted. A retweet from someone. Why is Her n- name so familiar. She has um, what is their podcast? The, thick the, oh, the thick, thick. the Thick. Kirby, thick girl, the yeah, she's a thick. model, but um, they have a podcast called The Thick or something I don't like know that. The podcast, but I know. Um, so she she retweeted something that I then ret- reposted on my page. Um, it's from at Mer Jude. Basically, Teen Vogue put that body positivity is just for fat girls being a myth. Queen Jude, Teen, Teen Vogue said that. Yes, Queen Jude retweeted and said, "Hi Teen Vogue, this is trash and I'm going to tell you why." Body positivity is a political movement that began as a fat liberation movement by fat black and brown women. Um so I just reposted that and some white woman what? with her skinny ass white privilege wanting to feel oppressed somehow said "white." Wait, wait,
3: wait, Teen Vogue said body positivity. Is a, being just for fat girls is, is a myth. myth. So that's this not girl, true. It's this, for everybody.
4: This gr- that's, no, what ma'am. Mean,
3: that's what they mean by that. That's
4: what they mean by that. And bitch, I had a problem with this. So wait, 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 Let me finish. Can I finish my goddamn rant? Then you can check me no, about something. No, no. Something. I'm
3: still confused at what you're so saying. So no, basically Teen, Vogue, Teen Vogue
4: put that it was a myth. That body positivity is just for... Meaning that it's for everyone. Meaning that it's for everyone. Okay. Someone dispelled that and said, no, it was actually a movement started by black curvy women embracing our big fucking bodies. Okay. And so I reposted this. One of our followers said, full court pumps, I am now unfollowing you, unsubscribing to horrible decisions, and I can't believe you could be so close-minded. Skinny girl struggle hashtag, she put, and said that she's been struggling with being skinny her whole life and how dare I go against skinny girls so I went on a motherfucking rant because I have a problem this is very all lives matter to me and I get that some women may feel uncomfortable in their bodies even when they're small that's fine but I really don't think that any skinny person will ever be able to step into the shoes or know what it's like to be a bigger woman specifically fat it doesn't matter what country you're in this is a global thing you guys have always been able to find clothes that fit you you have not like we're we're shamed to where we feel like we aren't deserving of partners that we should be lucky for whoever wants us back we can't again buy things that fits us and so the fact that she came to me on this skinny girl struggle bullshit Like, I was going against her. Like I said, just was very All Lives Matter um, of her. And I just want y'all to know that when I do hashtag body positivity and I talk about my weight loss and even if I'm not the size that I was last year, like, there's still just a lot of things that go on. Like, it's still, bitch, I still just be buying larges and then be mad when it don't fit. Just because, like, my mentality still has not brought me to the point that I'm smaller. And just everything that I've gone through as being a bigger girl – I just want to say, fuck you, not to the skinny women, but for those of you who sit here and want to bring your body positivity bullshit when you're skinny, I do, I feel offended. Y'all will never know what it feels like to be big, fat and looked down upon in society from both men and women because of your size. Even even so much so recently with Nike even bringing fucking big mannequins, now there's a problem that there's fucking big mannequins in fucking Nike. And it's like, so y'all want fat people to work out? Now Nike's embracing like Larger bodies and making these mannequins for bigger women—it was just like, listen. Yeah. At the end of the day, I it's a girl b- who's a, it's a huge ass. Fuck you.
3: Uh, I would say like a size sixteen who does fit fitwear for Nike. She's a Nike influencer on IG. So here's my feelings about that. The term body positivity to have to exist means that there's shame around something. Right. And what does media show us is thinner women uh, are thinner, better. Thinner, th- yeah. Men thinner. as well. Yeah. Right. Thinner oh, for people. sure. Even thinner so, people. I think it does do a disservice to sit here and say, like, that... Yes, body positivity should should exist for all people, but I think it's more of an unspoken thing. Like, of course all lives matter, but don't wear the fucking T-shirt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course body positivity is for everybody, but don't discredit the struggle of bigger women. And more specifically, big people, yes, but big women
4: especially. No, it is. Yeah, so
3: even when it comes to actors and actresses and things we see, we've always seen bigger people on TV, but never really women. Right, no, like it's sure. like dudes, like comedians, even that are bigger, but never really women. Like, I think it's, I think you're absolutely right. And I mean, I don't yeah, I think I'm it. skinny, but so I, I ended up the the vanilla. I'm a size for... six eight.
4: And you, know, I, bitch, I, you, you wanted eight like we not even the same size and we are bitch. I a size eight. I two, say no, we wasn't okay. the same size, but I'm no,
3: size I mean two. I've never. Uh, for body positivity, what it means to me is like even in my size, which is skinny to some people, like. I've had people comment about my stomach or my rolls. I ain't even going to hold you, though, bro. I feel like you
4: can't even be hashtag body positivity, bro. I don't do body positivity. I just talk
3: about having a poopa. Yeah. I don't care to talk about that because, to me, girls that are my size don't get shamed. So I don't have a... So you're saying you feel like I can't do that. I don't want to do that. Okay. I'm not a representation for body positive people. But what I do like to talk about is my fupa because I don't think that my body's perfection, right? And I don't really care that I have some roles. right? Like to me, like this is normal women's bodies. Like I, I don't really know many women. my friends, girls I fucked that are washboard stomachs. Right. I just don't. I'm trying but to when get I'm them on out. but when I'm on Instagram, that's all I see. right. So to me, I like embracing the fupa, but it's not this like, Oh body positivity shit I mean you could you could call it that but that's not what I'm about. I'm just more of like ownership of me as a person. Yeah.
0: The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome
1: to Burger, Yiffy. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo. So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? wow I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around.
0: Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details.
2: High Five Casino.
0: If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better, your TV is.
4: So I want to shout out to my friend Lily because we ended up getting into a little debate um, during this conversation in my rant on Instagram. So she sent me this um, and I wanted to just embrace my obese women, my fat PHAT women. Um, and my BBWs out there, um, I have a list real quick of 10, the top 10 countries that celebrate female obesity, baby. Um, I will say one of them shouldn't even be on the list because it says the population is 14,000. I'm like, bitch, that's like my high school, (laughs) but here are the top 10 countries celebrating female obesity. So shout out to my BBWs. If you are in any of these countries, that means the men love you and you can probably Always find something that fits you. Um, so the, the number 10 country is Tonga. Um, this is a small South Pacific island. The next one, ironically, is Kuwait. Um, 52% of Kuwaiti women are over 15 years old, are obese. Um, and historically, these nomadic desert people came to prize fatness as a sign of health and wealth. Um, another um, country is Fiji, which I can't even afford to go there. Um, number seven, <laughs> you never know, I'm just in, maybe soon. Um, number seven, shout out, blah, 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 Jamaica, Jamaica. Um, y'all know they love, bitch. they be trying to feed a bitch. They be like, <laughs> I, Jamaican men be so annoying with it though, they'll like, grab your stomach and shit, like, dog, don't do that motherfucking shit, nigga. But with nearly 65% like of Jamaican females classified as obese, the ideal beach body is nearly twice its medically appropriate size. In this island nation, particular emphasis is placed on generous hips and hindquarters. The S, Jamaica. A a 1993 study conducted in rural Jamaica associated thinness with sadness, but heaviness with happiness, kindness, and social harmony. There's, you know, there's also, you know, the the oxtail beach.
3: I want to tell you something. So Mandy and I, I'm sure by the time you hear this, we've already been. Mandy and I are booked to go cover hedonism in Jamaica and we're going in less than a week. Yes. And do you know, no bullshit. This is not me trying to like make anyone feel sorry for me. We're going with one of Mandy's friends, Lex. And I was like, thinking (laughs) to myself, I was like, yo, like niggas is gonna look at me like I'm ugly. Cause I'm so, so much smaller so, than I have. I don't have an ass like Mandy or Lex. I don't have fucking hips like Mandy or Lex. And I was like, these Jamaican niggas gonna be looking at me like. It's okay. There's gonna be <clears throat> white men
4: there for you. Um, Stop. I'm just saying. They're gonna love you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but, um, but the, I was like, yo. The, like, the funny part real? about you saying that that was her argument to me. My homegirl Lily, her sister is bigger than her, and she was like, bitch, them niggas wasn't even buying me drinks in Jamaica, but she was getting all the free drinks. <laughs> Bro. She was like, they thought I was ugly. They thought it's an all
3: inclusive resort because, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I could work off face, though.
4: You know, hello. And
3: you, you know, I'm be on my head top, bop, bop.
4: I want, I'm going to record you head top. Oh, bitch, she thinks she can still pussy pop on a handstand. Bitch, I don't know with these braids. I don't know if that's going to cause gonna you to, to balance.
3: not balance. I almost tried to do it on this table, but I want to not No, please it. don't. Um, number but six, guys,
4: is Samoa. Number five is South Africa. Um, I want to read this about South Africa. This I'm is also very, very interesting. So, due to the prevalence of AIDS, the association between weight loss and illness has contributed to South Africa's negative view oh, of thinness. I think about that. The centuries old correlation between higher weight and higher wealth was not overcome by the post apartheid introduction of European size ideals. So large women continue to be favored as their left as their as their heft lends insight into both their health and financial status. Number four is Afghanistan. Number three is Tahiti. Number two is Nauru. Never motherfucking heard of it, but it's that little South Pacific island with 14,000 people on it. Um and then number one, bitch, I'll be mad. Why why do you know I don't even know what it's like? No, bitch. Mauritania. So this bitch... Did I say that right? Bronx. No, nigga. Yeah! No, it's not in the Bronx, nigga. No, it's not in the fucking Bronx, nigga. This is actually a drought-ridden West African nation um, where female ob- obesity is synonymous with beauty and wealth. Though less common, Gavage is still practiced. Is that where
3: um, Monique did that movie?
4: I hate you. I don't know. But it says that... um It says that young girls are actually girl. fed fatty camel milk daily um, to to make sure that they have pounds. Women unable to pack on the pounds at fat farms routinely take Fat antihistamines fun? and animal steroids to induce appetite okay exercise is frowned upon and women are frequently divorced for their inability to sustain excessive girth after childbirth
3: yo <laughs> bitch
4: so shout out bruh, 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 to all the BB motherfucking W. I oh, I thought you were
3: gonna say the country name again no I was waiting for that. Uh, Mauritania I probably said that wrong so in the movie Fat Girls I watched this years ago Monique was in it and somebody else I don't know if you ever watched it it was one of them Little Hood classics yeah, I'm sure and she went with straight
4: those- to BET blockbuster
3: yup and she went with my auntie and my grandma, shout out to them, they love watching Little Hood movies. But she went with her skinny friend, it was a cousin or something, I can't remember this movie, and they went on vacation. And, you know, she was. everybody was looking at her fucked up at the pool and shit like that, and then this one fine-ass African nigga got there. So the skinny friend was like, Ugh, trying to get him, and he was like, Ugh, she looks I'm not going to lie, when
4: I went to Nigeria, bitch, a nigga bought me a fucking my own bottle sent me a fucking champagne bottle and this was when I was fat and I'm with my home like Crystal and she was like, she's like I don't think they like me <laughs> because she was so much skinnier like than I was yeah. specifically at that time and I was pulling all them Africans with this weight bitch I
3: mean I can tell you this like I bought myself some titties right like I have always wanted to be curvier this just never really happened for me and more and more it's like a blessing and a curse right because I'm so glad that like Girls that are curvier and have these wide hips. When I was growing up, like it was lit to be skinny,
4: and now it's not. And these ain't bought; these is homegrown, baby. Oxtail, rice, and peas, motherfucking hips on your ass.
3: That you make.
4: It's so don't come from my hot dog spaghetti. I so hot dog spaghetti. My mom dated this Haitian growing up, and he made us hot dog spaghetti, and it was just really fucking good. So I be making it. You put onions, a little bit of ketchup. (gasps) What?
3: Just made reminding me to talk about these and Meryl. So. Oh, yeah. Bitch. In the middle of the show. No, because they asked, what's the best struggle you, meal? You
4: can't say this. Oh, they did. But that's not a struggle meal. Yes, it is. Ma'am, Haitian spaghetti is not a struggle meal. I know there's hot dogs in it, but that doesn't make it a struggle meal. It was really good. We used to ask for it. You have to cut up little onions. Saute. Right. Like saute So onions. a struggle you meal don't can be a good meal. not onions in struggle meals, bro. Sauteed onions make it, make it classy. <laughs> Bitch, it was good yes. Okay, You done had hot dog spaghetti before, right? Or no? Why? Because no. he black? Maybe In, in Orlando, that <laughs> those nigga
3: See, now that's a nigga answer They are not Roman noodles They're
4: not and Roman noodles They this. are ramen, ramen Not Roman I don't know who Roman is <laughs> Shit So, I ain't gonna hold you So, what I like to do So, first off, I'm lazy But what I like to do is, like Create like I'm on chopped when I don't go grocery shopping. And I'm like, okay, I'm on an episode of chopped. Let me see what I can make with what's in my fucking kitchen. So I did just have a struggle meal in it, but it was good as fuck that I ate it two nights in a oh row. Yeah, I think you told so me let that. me tell y'all my struggle meal. So if y'all is poor or not just poor and that's just like. That's how me, that
3: came up. Yeah.
4: So let me let, let me tell y'all real quick. And then you can finish with and DNM. My bad. No, that's cool. Um, so my struggle meal that I made that I'm very proud of because it was really good. So I had some ZD noodles, so I boiled them bitches right. Then I had the little tuna in the pack, in a little bag. So I was like, oh, tuna. And then I was like, but let me make it fancy. So, bitch, I had my little minced garlic. I had some butter to make like a little butter sauce. But, bitch, then I had capers. Mm-hmm. Bitch, threw them little okay. capers in there with that shit. So it was butter, garlic, like a butter caper sauce, bitch, with the little noodles. Then I put a little protein with the tuna in there. It was like tuna helper, bitch. For the low, real good, and ate that bitch two nights in a row. But I. It was good.
3: That is a definite jailbird talk through well, the toilet. Well, I've never
4: been to jail, but so, I do date guys that have.
3: Y'all love when I talk about um, 90 Day Fiance, but I would love to recommend watching Jailbirds on Netflix.
4: It was so good. I They was talking through the toilet.
3: So when that bitch was talking to that nigga through the toilet, she was like, damn, nigga, you got me out here stupid. Like, the fuck? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's all I say now. Fuck.
4: Fuck. Oh, I love it. No, it was really good. When I like had jumpers. that white
3: girlfriend and she was his alibi, he was like, you know, I mean, I'm going to get out because I was with you that night. The fact that right? this
4: was real life, though. Bro, I will so say good. it touched on the point. Oh, I probably shouldn't say it. Let me not. I'm not going to go there. Don't. I'm not. I don't know. What but I is. was going to talk about how niggas be getting these dumbass white hoes, bro. They oh. w- I'm sorry, they were so dumb on that show. Oh, and yeah. then what really bothered me I
3: actually was very glad that they didn't make the black girls look, look as dumb. Bad as no, the,
4: the white <laughs> girls look dumb as fuck on that show. But me here's did. here's my problem with what actually was a narrative that I don't think has been talked about. So the nigga was in there, I guess stabbed one of the girls, the, the other girl that monster stabbed yeah. her. And they had other women trying to give, convince her to be like, he didn't hit you. I don't believe he hit you. And I think that that happens a lot when you are in domestic violence situations. But for another woman not to believe another woman on domestic violence, I was looking at that like, God, these bitches ain't somebody shit. somebody
3: that's been to jail for a while and the person that held them down. That's the next. If, if Ooh, y'all listen and y'all have a situation like that and know somebody, please have them come on the show. That'd be great. But I wanted to say one more thing before we stop talking about it. Not that the white girls look dumber. They did but is who. that show was very equal with how many white girls and black girls was on there and I find that when I watch a lot of locked up shows it's mainly niggas and I don't like that yeah you no know? I agree with so that so I, I liked that um, damn we already 40 minutes in you I know Jesus and sure.
4: go ahead real quick no I was right no you yeah. oh, I'm sure you'll bring it up again um, but we gonna go ahead and get into the kink of the week which I'm glad she brought this up because y'all know I like scripts and shit so the kink of the week is family vacation porn Um, during this type of porn, mainly the mother, son, stepbrother, sister, um, do they deal with each other? That's what that is like taboo porn.
3: Yeah. So this all va- this uh, episode is all about vacations and hoe cities and where to get your hoe on, where to go hoe. So I was like, damn, what's a good vacation like fetish? And so I typed vacation into Pornhub, and all I could find was a bunch of hotel rooms where mother and son and like brother and sister ended up fucking. And <laughs> that is so. Gross. It was fucking wild. incest porn. But incest porn is the top rated, right? Um like ever mother daughter teen whatever, all of that but vacations porn specifically is hilarious
4: i will say there was just a tweet going on twitter and it was funny as fuck and he was like man i got to stop watching porn i tried to hit on my stepmom and now i'm homeless nigga got kicked out that's nasty it was a funny tweet. I don't know Gosh. if it was true, but that shit was funny as fuck. But it like really
3: starts this fucking fantasy. And then I was going through the comments and niggas was like, yo, I remember when I went to Disney and we had to stay in the same room and I was jerking off, fantasizing about this. Mad people in the comments. So like it's a real fucking case of people like are going weird. away. Because I think what happens is when you're in your home, you're out of you're in your element. But when you're when you're out of it and you're forced to be in like hotels and shit, you're like I ain't hey, never been. Do I wanna fuck what, my stepsister because she's in a bikini now?
4: I guess when you add the step it doesn't make it that bad because now we're only brought together because our parents are fucking right so step brother and sister isn't that bad it's like we're strangers but they now only we do, only know they each only other they only do
3: step on Pornhub because it's illegal to put actual incest that's why oh yeah that's why you'll never see it'll always say step mom Something
4: like that. Well, I like that. ain't cute. Um, not really. Um, but we're going to so, get into our horrible decision. You ready? Yeah. So, we're going to run down this list. We're got we, we not going to speed no, it we up. We got some time. We got some time. But now. I I really want... I would love your insight. Can you? Can that mic be on at all?
3: No, let's all jump in. Just in, in case. I would we love know. this. We wanna... So, I told Mandy that I really felt like this would be a dope idea because, A, we're doing a lot of summer traveling, and B, people always ask us, how do I go home? Well,
4: wait. What do and I do? C... It's a hot girl summer, bitch. Yeah, I'm running yeah, so through you your know. nigga house like the Tomb Raider. Uh. But yeah, bitch, it's a hot girl summer. So.
3: so. I have compiled this list, and I want us to both go back and forth with different Easy, places bitch. they can go. Everything. Um, all right. So the top ten cities to hoe, right? I actually asked a few um, people that I know, mm-hmm. and I asked three niggas. One in particular, Beard Bay, which now I really want to make sure I keep an eye on him when he goes to Miami. Oh, of course. Um, that every single nigga I asked for host cities said Miami first. 100%. So we're going to kick it off with Miami. Being the number one place to go Ho, okay? Beaches, bars, I want to name our favorite places, places we've had Ho shit, places we've met niggas, bitches, whatever. I will say Mr. Jones, The Office, G five, the office in G five are strip clubs. I've always met some dope niggas there. All the Zoos, you know what I'm saying? See, actually, they we would have, probably we have, love your spaghetti. Well, we
4: have. I fucking hate you. <laughs> um, we have different experiences because I'm not going to a strip club by myself to spend my own money. So I'm I don't by myself, but like I'm saying, I don't meet niggas at those clubs. You said you you can meet niggas there. I don't meet niggas in the strip know club. You to the strip club with your homegirls? No, seriously? It's expensive. Okay. Um, and I'm not throwing my own money. I love going to the strip club, so. No, in Atlanta I will because I we'll went go to the and strip eat, club with but you, in you, Miami. We didn't
3: go with niggas? Like you do go to the strip club with
4: yeah, your Yeah, but bro. we also went with my friends who used to work there, so we got a so $100 what? bottle and they free food. So
3: you wouldn't have went and we didn't get a bottle? You wouldn't mm-hmm. have went to that strip club? For what? All right, never mind. Well, I mean, I, I'll tell you We this. have different experiences. I love going to the strip club. Um, I like crazy girls. and I li- Like, I have a great time going to strip clubs. And I like going there with a homegirl because it's fun, it's sexy. Like, I've enjoyed it. And then the strippers love having women there too. Like, yeah. strippers love girls being there because then other niggas start looking. But I think it's a great place to meet people, period. Um,
4: I think it's just Miami is just a place you always meet someone on ocean. Or you meet them on the beach. You meet them while you fucking out sitting drinking your drinks and a nigga come up and buy you more. Like, I think people literally go there with intent to have sex. Mm -hmm. So it's a different type of vibe. You're literally meeting people constantly. You're exchanging numbers. And then either they're going to the club that night or if not, let's just stay on the beach and drink all night. So I love Miami. I also used to live there. So my experience is a little different. I, I don't have that same experience going there. But it oh. sucked living there because, like, everyone was always only there till Monday. Two
3: places that I just thought about that are really fun and not like the ones that you'd think of. 1-800-LUCKY-IN-WYNWOOD and mm. uh, Wood Tavern. Fun-ass places. Really chill. You could wear, like, you could wear flats or you know, I don't know, like a chunky heel. But so fucking lit. Um, such a great time. Bar kind of hoppy vibe if you're not in for the bougie Miami scene. Also, if you have the connect. If you can find your way there, Soho House in Miami, lit. Okay? Now, here's what you do. This is fucked up, but it is what it is. So, if you can't get into Soho House,
4: bitch, you just ruined it. I did? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many people listen to this shit?
3: you going have to edit this we
4: out. might have to cut that okay. shit out all right please, cut, please, please. mark that shit
3: mark that shit right now you be
4: you see you be you be saying too much you fucking it up baby girl what are you doing i'm trying to help these homes sorry guys um she tried to help true, y'all too true. much okay <laughs> so, so I was about to ruin i, my told, God, y'all I, really, I told y'all <laughs> a really i
3: told y'all a really lit <laughs> place. Sorry, please i'm interrupting this podcast to tell you about a very important sponsor our first ad with them we are so excited motherfucking goddamn blue chew bitch now, remember the days, fellas, when you was always ready to go? Well, you can now increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed with BlueChew.com. It's blue like the color. It brings you the first chewable, FDA-approved active ingredients like a Viagra or a Cialis. But you know, it's for, like, young folk. And I'm really excited about this because I've actually used blue Chew, but I didn't even want to tell y'all to keep it real with you because they wasn't, you know, cutting a check. But now that blue chew is here, let me tell you, my nigga was really on some henny dick type shit you know what I'm saying maybe he fucked the bitch right before he came to my house but I don't know but what I do know is I think Alex gave me a blue chew and I think 45 minutes later like that nigga was hard as shit like, literally, anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, since they're chewable, they work up, like, twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. You can benefit from extra function, more confidence where it counts. It's fast, it's easy, and it's a way to enhance your performance. It's prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, no doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and no awkwardness. Um, yeah, bluechew.com. Get your first shipment free on us, horrible. Just pay five dollars shipping. That's B-L-U-E. Chew.com. pro promo code. Horrible to try it for free. Back to the show. And Cut I'm all that shit so. out. Well,
4: I'm halfway through. Um, so you know so what? Let's like, go. Let's yeah. go ahead and so, go on to the next city, which is um, where New Motherfucking we are. North. north. Um, you know you fucking shit up. Um, so New you York, said North, North. I love it. What happens? Uh, you new north York.
2: North. The realization. Like, <laughs> like,
4: bitch, stop talking.
3: <laughs> um, you making but, it hot? All you know right. it is
4: hot in here. But he's got New
3: York. I think the New York summertime is an amazing time to visit. Bitch, that's where
4: i met my Oh, no.
3: Some, it's just.
4: I say if you're in New York and you get the opportunity to, there's a lot of like kickbacks that happen. So if you can go to one of like the barbecues, the block parties. I met fucking Lawyer Bay at um, Morningside Park when Cam and everyone from the Duce Palooza just had like their end of the summer fucking shit. You fucking drink nutcrackers and get fucking lit. I love it. I just it. had my first nutcracker. So good. I did meet. um I got hella drunk and. What happened? You said what's a nutcracker? Yeah. Oh, a nutcracker for y'all don't know. First off, and we shouldn't be drinking it because who knows what the fuck is really in it. Right. But um, because I like, like the Hennessy ones. So the Henny coladas, of course, I like. So nutcrackers are nothing but either frozen um lick like. like liquor and juice or just juice and liquor. Um But there's different flavors of them. You really don't know. You got to ask what, what the blue one is, what the red one. So um, I like the I one that looks Rockaway tan. I went to
3: Rockaway Beach for the first time. I went to the first beach in New York this weekend and I went a bunch of, I went my homegirl Sade and like her friends and it's niggas that go to the beach every week, right? So the nutcrackers come and I'm like, well, how do we know it's safe? Like, how do we know Yeah, you don't, to drink? but it's New York. So you the they're selling the nutcrackers. was like, hey, yo, who drinking my nutcrackers? And then everybody turned around and they like, they straight? I was like, well, okay. I'll take yeah. blue.
4: Nigga, I don't even know what's in it. You want red or you want blue? Yeah, that's kind of the option. i fucked up. That's kind of the option. Um, it's good. But so, you can also just meet anyone on the rooftops um, here. I also, named a few oh, go rooftops.
3: Ahead. So, Jimmy at the James is a really cool looking rooftop. That's in Soho. Public LES, Mr. Purple LES. Now, I want to tell you, these places are kind of touristy. You're going to see some white people. It's like the place where everybody's told to go, but it is a great view. And I think it's a really cool New York experience, in my opinion. Another rooftop I'm trying
4: to Um think. So 235th is another really dope rooftop. You get yeah, a really good view. And it's Street not expensive. Fame. So drink-wise and food-wise, 235th is amazing. Um, and then there's also, oh, Moxie. So it's where the whole like infamous... I like Moxie. But I don't
3: like Times Square.
4: Oh, uh, so Moxie, I mean, it's 38th. Yeah, pretty much Times Square. But Moxie is really cool. And if you just want to go where Cuba Gooding Jr. got, you know, <laughs> he was molesting bitches. That's where he, okay. he was. It was called Happy Hour. Wow. What is it? Is, it's called... The, or magic hour—that's what it's called. I think it's cute. You could take pic. There's um things to take pictures with, like bunny rabbits. Cool there's a fucking golf the course infamous, by the bar um,
3: rooftop. I'm forgetting. Everybody goes PhD dream to a hotel. Dream you got hotel. Meat packing, and then you have uh, 55th, which I lived right by, so I was always being a hoe there. My favorite place, my favorite rooftop though, is the Standard Hotel Le Bain. Oh, Lebane is nice. So you can be in the jacuzzi. With I the, do like
4: LaBain, And you can coat, bitch. check your clothes. I like it. And
3: jump in that jacuzzi. And then the rooftop is dope. Um, Soho House, Dumbo House, those are dope if you can get access. Um, and then <laughs> I'm trying to think of the other ones. Okay, other parties. Everyday People is every week. Every Sunday in New York, every, sometimes it's Saturday, I guess, but like it's every week in the summer times. And the best one is the PS1 MoMA one at the museum.
4: So the one I went to was lit as fuck. It was at Elsewhere. It was at Elsewhere in Brooklyn, and they're always lit. Beautiful black people. I mean, I got so drunk I don't remember who I met, but I met someone really cute there. Um,
3: it's just the lit
4: black nice. crowd, and I loved um, it.
3: It's a Brooklyn vibe party. If you want to go to something that's more mixed, Babel. Look up Babel. They do it. I nope. Think, I'm fine with
4: the black people.
3: Well, I don't. Other listeners <laughs> on here. So Babel. This is where I met the sugar daddy that took me to the Hamptons. So Babel. Think like Burning Man. Like uh, Burning Man-esque kind of vibe. Deep house, but very sexy. Kind of elite. It's at the William Vale Hotel, and they do other parties randomly. And then um, if you're ever gonna visit New York again, definitely Pride Week. It's super fun. Number three. I'm not a frequent traveler here, but Mandy loves going to Vegas. So I thought you can maybe, bitch, even, you can name drop. Some you know time. what?
4: Don't name drop shit. Y'all really need to go out there the first week of motherfucking July because it's summer league, bitch, and all them niggas be out there. So go out there for summer league. I had the time of my motherfucking life. I'm not gonna go to summer league. I I ain't gonna lie. Is was, there a Memorial Weekend? People love. I ain't gonna lie. I was looking up flights um, after Jamaica because I was like, ooh, summer league. Let me go out there. Uh, but so uh, Memorial Day, and then of course during any fight. It's just really dope. But also, I would actually not suggest to go out there during these big things. It got a little too too ratchet this last Memorial Weekend. But oh, when you, you when you go there, the thing that I like about it is A, a lot of people are there to spend money. So you meet people that mostly have money not only that for for women if if you don't want to spend a lot of money the hotels are really cheap when it's not like because they really want you to spend the money in the casinos so it's not even an expensive trip once you get there and as a woman if you walk the promoters will bring you in you get tables yeah you get cabanas all for free so ladies especially mind, if you're in a group when, of girls
3: cities like this and honestly new york too when promoters or when uh, big metropolitan cities have these big clubs, they want to fill them with girls, right? So what they do is you'll have a few promoter tables per venue, and they just want girls to sit there. If you come in with a group of a lot of girls, they'll give you a bottle. Or, or there's just promoters and other. They girls gotta look there. good. Yeah, they do have to. Look Y'all good. gotta look good. Though. So make sure you're dressed. Right.
4: <laughs> Don't just think because you got a pussy, it's gonna work. I didn't want to say it, but I felt like I know, it was implied. It's, it's, no, it's not implied. You okay. said women and not it doesn't apply to all okay so
3: whatever to the next I feel bad now (laughs)
2: High Five Casino! wherever you get your BBC podcast.
3: Um, next one is Atlanta. You've lived there. Can you drop Damn, some? Yeah, I have lived
4: in a lot of these cities. Um, So Atlanta to me is just a good ass black ass time. The thing that it I is. love about Atlanta is that there's a lot of lounges. Of course, the strip clubs too, but there's just a lot of hookah bars and lounges now where people literally just go, but the music isn't too loud, but you can meet people. Um, And I just really love Atlanta. I will say that the women do outnumber the men there so i mean you probably if you meet a nigga he going to probably cheat on you yeah. um but <laughs> but um i just really like it it's it's where it's just good ass black ass people and i love atlanta i i literally I just i literally just told my friend especially now that i don't have a job i will probably be in atlanta once a month um now and that's why I put Atlanta in my bio for my y'all motherfucking for hating assholes. But um, no, Atlanta's in my bio now. I do plan to go back down there um, once a month. The, the tickets are cheap. I just have always a good time. I don't know if I would live there, but I am looking to to get real estate. I can't and Atlanta is it. one of those places. I was just
3: there for my friend AJ and Toy's housewarming. And like just commuting around Atlanta to different homes and people's places. Like yeah. I went to a pool party there. And, you know, my homegirl, Sheeta out there like everybody's kind of far and now living in New York where there's a lot of access to like oh yeah, that was a little too much for me
4: see all my friends live like within 285 none of them live it. outside of 285 but so like it works
3: once someone has a house um, I'm going to replace number five
4: what do you replace the number five number with? five
3: is Houston which is still great but I want to replace that with D.C.
4: Oh, bitch! Yeah, you know why I like DC? Cause it'd be professional black niggas.
5: Niggas! Oh my god! god be like, Oh, you're damn, a lawyer. A you're a
4: politician, I ladies. Love if DC. you want, or bitch, all the Howard alumni, man.
3: dog.
4: HU. I don't know if I'm allowed to DC say that, but you it know, alumni. Amazing. I'm like trying to get us there for the homecoming. I'm just trying to get to motherfucking DC. Oh, we we listen, y'all. We've been trying. It was, listen, one our, trying. Sh- it was like, our
3: one of our favorites. That was and we of have the tour been... that was
4: definitely specifically. The first show, definitely one of my favorite crowd interactions and just my city to be in. I loved DC. Was I'm, I loved it?
3: I, I'm trying or to. Marvin.
4: Marvin's. Or Nelly's. We, Nelly's. Can I tell you, we really ain't go nowhere because I we love did two shows poets. back to back.
3: What's that park on something yeah, for um, the brunch? Oh yeah, that's lit. Too. And they have something Avenue the something. Griffin is right downtown. I don't so know let me let but me listen, ask, it be lit.
4: because so we're halfway through this list for the men in the room. Where are 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 those cities aligned with where y'all feel like you would meet bitches and uh, hoes or niggas?
3: Yes. <laughs> see, you're like see. What's like what are you, what's your top two gay
4: cities? <laughs> oh, for yeah, gay cities. I think we said it: D.C. and Atlanta. No.
5: Yeah, yeah Miami, D.C., L.A. You be fucking white um, boys Chicago. though. Chicago, no.
4: Oh. oh, Chicago is good too. Chicago. Chicago is good. Well, that's not on my hoeing list, but, but DC Chicago is for sure. Great black Chicago, Chicago kind of got. Chicago, house. a gym, bro. <laughs> the London house. Chicago, <laughs> a gym. That's right. They got a
3: London house now. London so, house. number six, uh, LA, I put down mainly because of the weather. No, I, yeah. f- I feel like the weather, plus, like, a lot of y'all are trying to, like, they always write us about, like, blue checks and shit like that. If you've never been to LA, like, celebrities are walking down the street and nobody cares. Yeah. Um, it's a really dope city to just, ex- I think, experience. Like, there's a lot of outdoorsy shit in LA that I never really do, but like, you know, running and all that shit. But, um, LA people, I want to say this: I have had good times with people that are from LA. I have not had good times with people that moved to LA for their goals. Yeah. People that are from Cali, I don't like LA.
4: Yeah, I don't like people LA, that no. are
3: from there are fucking dope they they introduce you to a lot of shit they're like they know all that underground shit but I have done like the Poppy the Delilah and I have Beauty and Essex and I haven't really had a good time with that so I did some other things I went to a place called Lock and Key that was a great time Everyday People obviously a Kiss and Grind party it was called um, and there's some rooftop that's like Mama something I don't know what it is but I went there with Van and Marissa and loved it um, I don't know
4: I, I just I, mean, I just go to Hollywood Hookah, but I don't really like LA I'm not a fan of LA I'm cool on LA why
3: are you not a fan
4: I'm just I don't like it first off as far as fuck for that I could be in London it is fine um but also just yeah when I go there just the I don't like the vibe of the people I'm very big on energy and I feel like no one there is genuine it's just that's it's just that's the
3: thing though that's the people that move there I mean I have have, have started to learn that
4: I do have friends there like my friend Milan Stacy um Liz and they're all like LA natives so they're cool but yeah, like. Uh. So I had a
3: weird Grammy weekend. I wasn't really happy. I hung out with all New York niggas. When we did our show, I hung out with, um, who did I call on to hang out with? Austin, Sharonis, Van, and uh, fuck, is that it?
4: Yeah, Damn. I had my friends was deep that weekend. I was with all my homegirls.
3: I really didn't hang out with. Any- yeah, I mean, but but here's the thing, like, I think. No, having a connect to know in LA to th- that could take you to those places that aren't so touristy will give you a better experience. Like I was eating at places like you know Katana and the like, all of that, and Katsuya, and then it was making me feel like it was to LA. Now here's where I feel like LA and New York differ, and I'm just sorry across the board. It is what it is. You can go to a place like an STK or Catch in New York, and it won't feel as phony as LA. LA
4: is just phony, bro and it's a whole bunch of baby boy ass oh we niggas. have a huge LA like, audience I don't we care. had a lit LA show they're about to it, come for no that's, that's a lot of them were from the bay let's shout out the bay but my issue with LA too is like I feel like a lot of them niggas is broke, but they good-looking broke niggas. I don't want them troubles in my goddamn life. Yeah. Like, they be exotic-looking because they all mix oh, and with some shout shit out, out Jill, there. Oh, shout-out to Jill. That's right. Oh, yeah, shout-out to Jill Soloway. Um,
3: but, yeah, I don't know. I, I cool think LA it. is a good hoe summer city. Though. I'm sorry. I got to give them that. Hell, no, there's got to too be- many girls Santa there, Santa Monica. You can go to the beach. You can fucking kick it. It's great weather. Oh, like- yeah, and the
4: niggas, that's where they be in the off-season. Yeah, so, ladies, no. if you are there, go, um, go to the Drew League. So all the niggas who are currently in the league and maybe some overseas players, they have like a basketball tournament, kind of like how we have Dykeman here in New York. Um, It's called Drew League in L.A. Hit
3: us with a basketball (laughs) fact. I hate you so much. (laughs) Number seven, my favorite city in the country. Ah, ah, ah. Love this shit. What it do, baby? That's my shit. I love New Orleans, dog. New Orleans. Motherfucking New Orleans. Literally, I want y'all to know okay the reason we are stopping to that bitch on this tour is because i was like mandy please mardi gras she was like nah. i was like please i fucking love new orleans dog god damn i love that shit yeah. it's the only place i've ever been in my life where different colored people have the same accent
4: i ain't even motherfucking it i never had, i never got dick in in new orleans so so here's the um, thing
3: people that go to new orleans as visitors are ready to have this wild time. That's in their mind. Like my Bourbon okay. Street, yeah. right? And here's the other thing. Niggas in New Orleans are fun as fuck. They like, I don't know if y'all know what Catch the Wall means, but when I first heard that song, I think it was like 10 years ago, my ex was from New Orleans. It, bitches left their purse on the floor. Nobody disrespected the shit. They grabbed the fucking wall. They twerking. That music,
4: dog. I ah, do love the, the music and the ass shaking. Them.
3: Like, going to... He, I'm not a jazz or bluesy kind of person, but like second line parades. God damn that shit good as fuck. Just go to New Orleans. Are you get Willie Mays? And uh yeah.
4: Number eight guys, um literally anywhere outside of the US. Ha. Um great place to hoe. I think one of the let me let me see where I've been that you could hoe that was really good. See it's Thailand's weird.
3: a wild place.
4: Thailand is, but it's not there's no black people there. Like, what? They're they're African. All of the
3: niggas that are going to fucking Thailand are you island? So what if they're? I mean, they're going now. They black.
4: No, but I'm saying like you don't meet as many black people in Thailand, bro. Black people don't travel to Asia. I still want black people.
3: Bro, black people were in Thailand.
4: Not a lot, which is still a valid statement.
3: I'm gonna be real with you. I met a lot of black people in Thailand, and I went
4: after you. I've been five times. I lived in I Southeast Asia. That you lived in Asia England, I'm just pie saying, pies, Mandy. there was not I'm a lot of black saying, people. Like, All the black people that we did meet it's were one either of the
3: cheapest places to travel. That's it's fine. Very well known. They were
4: still, and it's not one of the cheapest places to travel. The flights are thirteen hundred dollars from here.
3: It's one of the bro. It's five hundred dollars from New York round trip. Five fifty.
4: Show a, me. Show me. That's what I'm saying. Like, it depends. Say, I'm, I've been looking even now. Like, the flights... Okay, it, fine. It, it, you're it,
3: telling me it's not one of the cheapest places you've ever been to When you're, you're like,
4: there, yes, it's cheap. But okay. a lot of people don't. I'm saying, when I was in Asia, that was one of the issues that me and my friend Adriana had. We felt like we were out of place. People thought we were fucking Destiny's Child just because we were fucking of color. Like, and the only black people that I did you meet said out there. one
3: of your favorite places. So I, now it was, like, but
4: I, if we're talking about host so city. You're feeling
3: uncomfortable. You're not
4: letting me finish. If, if we're talking about places to hoe, and I tell you I fuck niggas, no, Asia is not a place for me that I would say I can get to hoe. Everyone that I met there, if they were black, they were either overseas ball players, which the niggas who play tell in you. Asia are broke. They don't make money, so I don't want them. And then everyone else Damn. was African, which is fine, but then them niggas are scammers. So, when I or soccer players, so when I tell you, I'm just saying that's fine. No, but they were scammers. I literally met them. They were they were selling drugs. They couldn't even come to Singapore to visit us because Singapore doesn't even allow. They like will look at your bank records. Singapore is very racist with letting black men in. So like to me, as someone who only fucks black men, Asia wouldn't be my place to hoe. But a place that would be would be maybe like the islands. Clearly. So, the Jamaicas, the Dominican Republic, a lot of people still go there. Puerto, Puerto
3: Rico's good. P- Mexico Puerto Rico, is a very big party place.
4: The Caribbean. Um,
3: I do want to say this. Toronto is a lit-ass city. Mm. But I did look up. We talk about Thailand all the time about how it's our favorite place to travel. Anything, obviously, in the summertime is expensive. Yeah. I'm looking right now. There's no flight more than 580 in the entire month of September, October, and August after August 7th. If you guys want to go and you don't live in New York, I, I mean... My friends came from Orlando and Miami. Fly up to New York on that $90 JetBlue. Take yourself to Thailand. And and another really good tip for um, travel advice. If you see that the travel time is 40 hours, which is insane, right? Most likely a stop will be 24 hours in like a China or something Either like that. Either
4: Narita or Dubai. Which right. If you could find a layover well, in Well, I mean, Dubai, that would be great. Do, yeah. But
3: China Eastern is the cheapest and they probably land in China, right? So try to get like a Shanghai or Hong Kong, like make an experience out of that. And it'll kind of break up the trip for you so that you're not completely exhausted. But um, I think Toronto, definitely the, all the islands, um, for sure. Now, the next one that kind of goes with the islands is a cruise. I think it's... a cruise is the best Please,
4: I'm not gonna lie. Even when I look back at the nigga I fucked on the cruise back when we went on the cruise, I think it was because I was fuck? seasick. Cause it was just he wasn't that cute, but it's like we ain't had no option. And I was like, sisters we were on a boat. was
3: talking about cruise bay to me, right? Like when she got home, me her and Beer Bay talking, she's like, you know,
4: <laughs> I'm like, this you know what? And
3: she's like, you know, it happened. But here's the thing on the cruise: you got three to six days, however long you go. I recommend three to four. I'm done with it after that. Yeah. You really don't use your phone, right? (laughs) You don't use your phone. There's no service. Like, you kind of just forget. Now you're encompassed in this boat with, I don't know, 1,500, 2,000 people. And it's like, these are your options. Yeah. You start making friends. You start picking out who you like. Naturally, all the black people on the cruise just start finding each other. Yep. But you have bachelorette parties with mad girls couples niggas with their families and drunk horny people mm. Yes, okay
4: like that's about what a cruise ship is
3: work that way um now only single men i've met on boats were with their families because single niggas don't really go on cruises but i've seen i've met i've seen like fraternities do like their shit together mm-hmm. um but i really yeah usually, like, oh you know
4: it'd be mostly niggas on family reunions type. because homegirls be like, will hey.
3: go on a cruise together we will so niggas if you listening. Number nine is cruise, but probably number one for you to get some puss. Yeah, it is. If I'm at a bachelorette party and it's eight of us and only one bitch is getting married, I'm like, damn, I'm single as fuck. But also, what's up, kid?
4: But we also, when we went on a cruise, there was, what, five or six of us? We all planned it. We just went on a cruise together. How many
3: people had sex? You,
4: dub. I think That's That's it. (laughs) There was, me, there was six of us wait you didn't have sex mm-mm. oh wait you had a boyfriend at the time me and i don't wait on. but two of the girls had a boyfriend at the time because my friend rashida had a boyfriend at the time too so okay so Yo,
3: your homegirl came
4: yeah from atlanta i,
3: can't I feel rashida? so
4: my homegirl rashida from atlanta
3: not my we both got homegirls Rashida's from atlanta yeah damn i forget i can't even remember what that girl looked like i never saw her again yeah she's
4: still in atlanta
3: um so <laughs> number 10 finally is your hometown
4: I ain't gonna hold you. Bitch, I was just in Orlando and I was mad as fuck. Niggas that fucked me 10 years ago was hitting me up. I see you in town, sir. We fucked 10 years ago.
3: Fuck that shit. You don't live there no more. Go fuck in your hometown. Thanksgiving weekend. (laughs) One of the most fun nights to go out in the country. One of the highest, like, uh, what's the word? The amount of money you make for a bar. I was reading something, like, when profitable. The most profitable nights for bars oh, yeah. are New Year's, St. Patrick's Day, and the day before Thanksgiving. You know why? For sure. everybody's home, and they're tired of their fucking And they theirs. are.
4: It yeah. is. As a bartender, I, I agree with that.
3: Yeah. Yes. So, go. Meet your little high school bae. Fuck that nigga again. See if he got better. And that's,
4: he, that's my scare, is getting dick that I know used to fucking be great when I was 18, but I'm like, bro, there's no way that shit gonna be good now. I don't even want to waste it going back.
3: I mean, it's probably not, but... I don't know. Fuck it. So, get to the whole mail. The subject <laughs> is almost ten thousand likes on Tinder. Hey, ladies, absolutely love this Slow podcast. Down. Can't get I enough. I know you're
4: gonna read the whole mail now. So, we all want to hear it. Slow down. You can. Y'all fuck do you fuck know, yourself. you You ever hear her? Word, uh, hear her read? Hey, guys. So sorry. Go ahead. So.
3: Even though Mandy's a fucking bitch, I would like to say that Weezy, you're amazing, and I'm so glad that you're reading this. That
4: is not in the email. I have an issue.
3: I had a really rad breakup of a relationship of three. A really
4: rad breakup? Oh, this is one of our white listeners.
3: No, no, no. Really bad breakup on her relationship of three years. Went into depression and was celibate for about a year and a half. At the beginning of the year, I decided I'm going to have a year of a hoe phase and doing me before I get into another relationship. Made a profile on Tinder to get back out there. I'm already overwhelmed. And at one point, I literally had almost 10,000 swipes. Uh, Right swipes, like on her. I have all these men in my inbox and it's literally too much. I can only swipe so much. Uh, I'm going to attach a screen record. Screen record, my bad. So both of you can see that I'm not bullshitting. I want to know are my pictures doing too much? How do I weed people out? Um, Does anyone else have this situation? So I'll
4: be honest with you. The thing to me is on Tinder, you only get people in your DMs if you also matched them. So
3: I don't know how she's seeing. I think she might have like some other kind of level, but I don't. Uh, I don't see all that shit. I swipe on who I want, and then I match. Me too. I ain't even gonna
4: hold you. I hate that all of her pictures have fucking filters on them. So this is what's wild. Fucking hate it. it. Bitch, all of y'all hoes. She has Stop a crown. All these she has hearts. She ha- has flowers. She has stars. But they are still Stop with all the goddamn filters. I'm curious to know if
3: she wants us to give out her Instagram, but I'll go with no because we mainly do it um anonymous. Or
4: should I say it? Does she say you can say my ID? She IG?
3: she said she put her Instagram at the end.
4: That don't mean she wants you to say it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. She loved putting people on. You see No, I don't love putting people on blast, which is why I didn't read it. <laughs>
4: The fuck, so I'm
3: clicking on her right me. now.
4: Oh wow, her inst- her Instagram is the same too. I wouldn't trust trust somebody with autumn filters, bro. So,
3: I mean, she's obviously a pretty girl, but um, I don't know where you live. So, what I'm curious to know is, like, are there ten thousand people? Are there no other bitches?
4: That's crazy. I I don't know if I or ever maybe had... she's swiping men and women. Maybe.
3: I mean, for you to say, how do I weed them out? Um. First off you
4: you don't swipe right. So I don't like I
3: don't know if Tinder has renewed itself, but I swipe right and then it pops up and if it don't they don't fuck with me, I guess. Yeah. So I would maybe change the setting to weed them out, but also try different dating apps too, like um not Christian mingle, niggas. So I'll name a few. You guys have probably <laughs> seen me post Clover. You do have to pay for that one, but you could use Weezy as a code. That's a dating app you can use that's kind of different, and you can have more filters. You can filter niggas by height. You can filter niggas by You can do that on Hinge. On Hinge? Okay. Hinge I like, too. I think Hinge is a really cool one. I like the way that the profile's set up. Bumble has been one that I've met the most men on. Um, because I just, I don't know. I just kind of found tired of Tinder. And then Raya, if you're in the creative space, it's cool. Cause you'll meet like-minded people. Um, anyway, there's our episode. That was, I don't know.
4: I don't yet. Yeah, I can't even really talk on dating apps anymore because I refuse to get on them. Um, Grinder jacked scruff her gay ones. Sorry. I'm, I'm just more so into now just meeting people face to face. Or just Instagram, like See, Instagram well, I, too, I, I or like want an I can't date do yeah.
3: because, bitch, that's how it happens.
4: Uh, yeah, I can't do them dating apps no more. It's crazy because if you go back, even just fifty episodes, we were really into the dating apps, and now I'm just like, no,
3: no, it's I'll different pass. now, bro. I'll pass. It's different. I'll pass it's a different thing.
4: Yeah, but then not it's only not that, recent. the problem, the <laughs> the problem to me too with the dating apps is then once you meet them, they're they're no, they're just they're socially awkward. Well, I don't think that's the
3: truth for everything, but I think the main problem with it is the instant gratification so people don't take it seriously.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah, so like it is.
3: you're you're so you're doing so many of them that there's no real meaning behind it. But what happens when you meet someone in person like you actually have to make an effort to schedule it again, you've kind of yeah. made a connection opposed to Tinder or whatever you uh yeah you might meet someone and don't put any energy into it it because you want to make sure you think they're physically attractive first right so you don't really even make a fucking effort because you're like let me see what this bitch look like first and then you kind of you know um but i haven't used dating apps honestly because when i was using bumble people were tagging me and posting it on instagram
4: Oh, yeah, that happened with me with Soul Swipe. So, oh, bitch, way too many of the niggas yeah. that follow me. Um, was like, I mean, I, I see now you on Soul Swipe. I, no. I, if I'm I not do. answering your DMs on Instagram, don't think I'm going to holler at you on Soul Swipe, right. bitch.
3: It, I mean, like, that's kind of that's why I downloaded Raya, because you can't screenshot it. But I do use Clover now that, you know, they're paying me. But <laughs> I will say, the only reason I really like using Clover is because I'd be putting the height and the money, and I'd be like, hey. Yeah. And I'd be fucking putting the zip code.
4: That's like you could do that on Hinge. Even if you guys are looking for like even sugar Daddy's seeking arrangement is still out. But be careful. If I get one more goddamn DM talking about, so I met this guy on Seeking, but he's asking for my bank account information. Yeah, you, deserve- you know.
3: Oh, I'm tired of that too. I don't even reply to those anymore. I don't. Re- I don't respond to them. If you want to hear a sugar daddy episode, we have one on Patreon. I'm not doing it again. That just y'all kind of sound dumb to me. He's asking for my bank account. I've never met him. mercy like girl. Like stop. girl stuff. Give him your cash app. How about that?
4: You know. But um, we do want to thank y'all for tuning in with us on another Monday morning. Or if y'all are late and it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, we gave y'all some extra time. Saturday, These Sunday, hoes Monday, just let Tuesday, just let me Monday. let y'all know. Just because we quit our jobs. Y'all still about to get these hour episodes, bro. We gave y'all extra 13 minutes today. Oh, my God. But y'all hoes not getting two-hour episodes. I don't know why y'all keep asking. It ain't happening. They do? I don't be seeing them. Bitch, they're in the comments. Ooh, and especially since I quit my job. is Ooh, do we get two hours now since y'all ain't got a job? No. So
3: I want y'all to keep in mind the reason that we don't do two-hour episodes is because of the amount of episodes we push out monthly. You may only listen to four a month, but our patrons listen to seven. Hell and yeah. because of all that extra content, it does a disservice to you guys as the listeners to be pushing it out. like when I mean, we But have... not only
4: that, we are very niche as well. So we want you guys to be able to feel like you can come back. We also don't want to have to feel like we've repeated conversations. Um, and so I think that it works well in how we do it in an hour and 14 minutes. Right. So I am curious
3: uh... to know what you guys think of um, this episode. And if you um, have any uh, cities that you feel like we left out, please let us know. Um, check out our Patreon after this episode. You're going to hear a clip of it. Oh, and I'm, I'm starting a drunk pod. I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. Maybe Mandy and I can do one in Jamaica. I want Mandy to come on and we talk about a drunk moment together. Okay. I think that'll be fun. Amy. So I was on IG Live I get like high and drunk a lot, and I just had the idea to tell stories on there. It's going to be very short, like 15-minute episodes, but I just wanted to do something fun, and it's just me alone, and if I do have a guest, we are drunk in that moment together, and they are telling me one of their stories. So it's coming out in July. I'm not really good with like technical things, and I'm trying to do my best to do it alone. So that is exactly why it is taking so long, because I just will not ask niggas for help. I just won't. I've just been well, like watching YouTube and like really trying to figure out Mandy just bought equipment too. Like it's yeah, a lot I have, of work.
4: I have um some other things that I'll be doing as well. So um possibly a daily show. Um so y'all are gonna be hearing a whole lot That's of my work, goddamn nigga. voice. I know. So I'll be doing um something daily that y'all can catch. Um, stay tuned for that. And then I will also be starting another podcast as well. Um, but it, it will be done in seasons. Um, this and, is a season two, because I don't know. I know. It'll be done in seasons. Um, but I'm excited um, to release that. And then I will also be starting something... Um, that I'm not gonna tell y'all yet, but it has to do with music. So I'm glad that y'all oh, was
3: Mandy the A and R.
4: I am. I told y'all for the A and we, we hope
3: you guys enjoy this new stuff. Like, horrible decisions has been so much fun, and yes. and, and, and no one understand like solo projects that we do. It's only to elevate this platform too, and yep. and enjoy our creative shit. Um, so don't think we are breaking up. We have a large tour coming at the end of this year and the beginning of next. So gotta stay together.
4: Damn, do we? She no, I'm just playing. But once again, guys, thank y'all for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Bye. Y'all, if y'all hear this voice now, it's because <laughs> <laughs> I just motherfucking partied my whole life away in fucking Jamaica this past weekend. But nonetheless, we are not letting you guys go without a bonus episode. So I am here with my near and dear friend. And if you guys haven't been able to tell yet, hold on, (coughs) (laughs) y'all. Shit. The episode name of this bonus episode I thought was cute, and I'm gonna go ahead and shout out one of the followers. It's called Poor Decisions. Ooh wee! Oh, you like that? I like
1: that.
4: Someone put hashtag poor decisions, and I was like, ooh, bitch, that's going to be the title of the goddamn bonus episode. So, if you guys don't know, can I give a rounding applause? That's what they say. Standing ovation, rounding applause. Oh, To motherfucking Lex P from Poor Minds. What's good, y'all? It's, who is it? Is
5: Big Mama in the house? It's Big Mama, aka Lex P, aka the one and only, aka Whitney Houston.
4: Not, no, you can't say your name is Whitney Houston. I am. They be thinking I'm Whitney, you Who told you you were Whitney? Every
5: time I heard, Every time you heard it. They...
4: Y'all, Whitney Houston would have took the mic. I've been trying to get this girl to go up on stage oh all weekend, God. and she will not. I didn't get paid, sis. This voice ain't free. <laughs> It's free every goddamn week on Poor Minds, bitch. You You be giving them the one, too. I give them a little taste. I give them a little taste. (laughs) So we're not going to do too much talking about our trip here at Hedo um, because Weezy and I will be doing an entire episode on our experience. But because Lex is in Atlanta, I just kind of wanted to know, like, your thoughts. If you had fun, bitch, we have been naked the whole time. The whole time. Now, I will say, I guess I can give it from a perspective
5: of being like your vanilla friend. I'm pretty vanilla.
4: You you like, are. Yeah, you pretty vanilla. You know what I'm saying? I only
5: like dick. I ain't sucking on no pussy, you know, eating no all this and that. I do eat a little ass now.
4: You do eat ass. I do eat ass. So that makes but, you vanilla- sherbert yeah okay or something like i'll we take gonna that t- i put a little caramel cool little- on top oh, you know okay. caramel mean. let's do that you know what i'm saying
5: that, that, so yeah um when i first got here i'm not gonna lie it was hard not to just be staring and looking at people because it was a lot it's just a lot going on like yes. i said i'm not gonna get into detail but it's a lot going on but honestly after the liquor is flowing and you see people just having fun and they don't care you get comfortable real fucking quick like
4: I agree. You did get comfortable Yes, I got quick.
5: comfortable real fucking quick. And I had an amazing weekend. Good,
4: like I'm I didn't glad. get no
5: dick, though. I didn't get I no dick. Get, I ain't get
4: no dick either, y'all. <laughs> I know y'all think I'm the nasty freak, but I ain't get no dick. No, I didn't get no dick, but I still had a good time. <laughs> I mean, I got head. But we gonna talk about that on that. Before. Yeah, I yeah, did yeah. get head, but y'all know I don't even like that shit. So I think he was just licking chlorine. But
5: I'm fucking dead. I mean, he, and then he came <clears throat> back the next day. He was like, you know, you can get a turn, too. Oh, I sh- said, oh, my <laughs> I said, let me take my ticket,
4: bitch. I'm next. So, <clears throat> oh, shit. God damn y'all. Okay, let me update y'all because the last bonus episode, I was head over heels um, for somebody, and just that fast. God damn it. I think he out the picture. Oh yeah. What, so I'm like, so me and Lex kind of talked about this, and I want to like ask for y'all's opinions on this. So basically. I think he came to me wanting a different reaction than what he got out of me. So let me tell y'all what happened. So this nigga hits me up and we're on FaceTime because y'all know we was doing the FaceTime thing every day. So he hits me on FaceTime and he's like, okay, this isn't verbatim, but close enough. He was like, yo, yo, you kind of got me you know, in sticky waters or you kinda of brought heat to my door like not sticky waters something like that, bitch. It was some he you know he old bitch. <laughs> not sticky waters, bitch. <laughs> come on. <laughs> so he's like, Yeah, two of the girls that I'm you know, dating and talking to. So when we started talking, we both let each other know, like, you know, we're both kind of seeing people but we're single. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, like whatever. So he tried to come to me and say two of the girls that he was talking to questioned him about me. And, bitch, he immediately went to blame the podcast. So, bitch, I said, ah! Pause. I said, that's a goddamn lie, motherfucker. Right.